Live from the Business Radio X studio, welcome to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett, your source for inspiring stories of busy people who have made more time to do what they love. Now, here's your host, Julie Hullett. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I am so glad you're here today to hear from Andrea Farr of Nashville Geek. She is the co-founder and project lead, and along with her husband, Scott, who's the co-founder and senior developer, they do WordPress website development, design, and programming. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's our pleasure. Well, you and I have known each other a little bit. We go way back, and you might remember that in 2012, we met at a Mike Dooley conference here in Nashville. We were seated by each other at a table, shared notes, found out we had some mutual friends. Mike Dooley is best known for his philosophy and a book he wrote called Thoughts Become Things. So fast forward, I hate to say how many years (laughs) it's been, Um, do you think that thoughts become things? Has that been your experience? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. What's an example of that? Oh, goodness. Um, I put a lot of intention into my thoughts. I think uh, that's a very important part of of my well-being and where I am today, uh, being very intentional about what I do as well as, as my thought processes. So, Um, just trying to envision, you know, 10 years ago where I would have been now today with Nashville Geek. Um, I certainly think we were thinking those thoughts and dreaming those dreams when we sat next to each other almost a decade ago. And here we are. Yes, I believe in it 100% as well. I um, mentioned earlier that you and your husband work together from home, I might add, correct? Correct. Although we are getting back to our office very shortly. I cannot wait. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know that when people are in a house that's being remodeled that live together, the first rule is to put away all the weapons. So I would ask you, what is the first rule when you work with your husband in your house with three children during a pandemic? It's been exciting. And that probably uh, would have been a very good rule to implement (laughs) early on, uh, but we made it through. I think for us, it's been, uh, again, intention, intentional about our time, intentional about having those boundaries of when it's work time, when it's family time, being able to uh, shut off the technology uh, in the evenings is very important to us and really getting that, that family time uh, has, been, has been key. Uh, but a lot of outdoors time for me, that's what got me through <laughs> being at home for two years through a pandemic with with three kids and working with my husband. Absolutely. Lots of outdoor time. (laughs) I I have so much admiration for you. You're a brave woman for sure. Um, So tell us a little bit more about Nashville Geek. How you find your, how you find your clients, what you're, you know, one thing I'm dying to know, but you can get to this in a minute is how long, a development project takes a web development from start to finish. Okay. Sure. Get to that if you will. Sure. So we started Nashville Geek. We're actually celebrating 10 years. Uh, So we're a decade in at this point, although my husband and I have been developing websites for much longer. Uh, We, I've been in the marketing advertising creative side of things since I arrived in Nashville in 2001. And it's been a very 
natural progression. I started in video and photography production, learned very quickly that I enjoyed the business side of uh, working with those creatives and, and setting up their websites, managing their websites. Uh, and so we launched uh, Nashville Geek in 2012. So we're celebrating that 10 year anniversary and it's certainly been been a whirlwind. Uh, our typical projects uh, take about 10 to 12 weeks from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually don't have a, a magic number of how many websites we've developed in the past 10 years, uh, but it's it's quite a few, quite a few. <laughs> that would be good information to have. What um, What's the most challenging uh, piece of managing people's expectations? Because our culture is so instant gratification driven. And Absolutely. when you tell me eight to 10 weeks, I get cross-eyed, you know, impatient mm-hmm. even. So how do you manage that? Sure, sure. So I think it's just being very uh, honest and open about that from the beginning and then just talking them through the process. You know, uh, we are very instant gratification. People want things to be done quickly and right away. They certainly think that websites are just kind of a flip of a switch. Uh, so I think it's just educating them about the process, the technical side, uh, the logistics side, the content development side, the optimization. There's just a lot of steps to get through to make sure that that's built properly. The foundation is is solid and secure. We're building for the future and that we've thought through every, you know, every step of the way. So I think it's just a lot of communication, a lot of uh, geek speak and yes. geek education along the way, for sure. <laughs> When geek speak is definitely one of your strengths, I often have to have a translator and you're my translator when I'm talking to other technical people. So it's a wonderful thing. Um, I mentioned the kids earlier and you talked about, you know, blocking off time that's non-technical. So how does that work out? Well, I guess maybe a better question is what's a typical day for a mom who's an owner of a company who works at home with children? Yeah, well, I hit the ground running, obviously, you know, we're up by before six, Uh, the first wave of kids start leaving at seven, they're all out by eight. And then we are, you know, up and running at the computer on zoom, (laughs) most of the time, uh, for, you know, good part of the day. I do try to um, I really try to block out because I am the production person, but I'm also still we're lean right now. It's just the two of us. So I'm still doing a lot of the work as well. So I really try to block my time in the mornings for meetings. Afternoon is, is you know, dedicated uh, work time, programming, development time. And then once those kids are home, you know, we really we really do try to shut it off unless there's an, an emergency or an important launch date. Uh, we really do sit down at dinner together each night. We make it a, a big effort to do that. And that helps both us to remember to shut things off and to really be focused on family. And then our, our kids know as well that that's that time they get with us, that we're not distracted, that we're not thinking about work, that we're really just focused on them. That's been really, really key for us. That's great. I remember that fondly from my childhood as we sat down to dinner every night, you know, and it seems like people don't do that as often. So I'm glad to hear you are. Yeah, thank you. Makes a big difference for us. A bit. Absolutely. And then here's a fun question. If you did have more time, given everything you just described, what would you do with it? Oh, well, like I said, I'm an outdoorsy person, so a lot more hiking. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love, there's so much good hiking in Nashville, waterfalls, different things that you can hike to. Uh, I am very passionate about uh, mushrooms. <laughs> I know that you know this about me and medicinal mushrooms as well as edible mushrooms. Uh, so I would be out learning as much as I could about those as well as, you know, herbs. And I honestly would love to 
become an herbalist at some point just for fun um, and really getting into a lot more natural healing uh, yeah, herbs and plants and things and mushrooms. Yeah. So I'd be out in the woods if I could. <laughs> I say that every day. Can you, um, can you hook me up with some morel mushrooms? Oh, yes, absolutely. So I'm from Southern Illinois. That's Morel. That's like the Morel homeland there. So, yeah. I didn't know that. And so what does one do at, because I read this online at the Makata Mushroom Festival. (laughs) What what do you do all day with mushrooms? Yeah. So that was in Southern Illinois, like I said, and that was prime Morel season. So uh, there were there were guided hikes where you were learning about identifying mushrooms, what to look for, you know, how to identify anything that's poisonous, uh, how to uh, cook, you know, different ideas of how to cook with different types of mushrooms. Uh, there was a wildflower flower hike and identification uh, and tree identification. That's very important when hunting mushrooms as well, because certain mushrooms only grow alongside of certain kinds of trees. So lots of nature, you know. Um, Mushroom nerd talk, if you will. <laughs> That's what happens there. Well, I, who knew? I certainly did not, you know. Um, how do you see yourself making more time for that kind of thing now that things are back to normal and you're moving back to an office? Right. Uh, well, I'm getting out of that season where I have little, little kids, you know, so we have three, one's 14, he's in high school, but then we have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, so they're just very hands-on. It's very physical work having toddlers. <laughs> so uh, I feel like my my time is starting to free up. They're getting more independent. They're getting into their own activities, sports, and different things. Um, so so hopefully, you know, I'll have a little bit more free time here soon. Just just because I'm getting into that season where my kids are getting a little bit older and I don't have to be so hands-on. Yeah. Um, if you can do this without revealing anything. Um, that would identify them. Can you tell us one of the stranger requests you've ever had for a website? Oh, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) I did have a very interesting meeting once and I don't know how, how in detail I can go. Um, but I, I did think that I was being punked. Um, the, the product that was, was, being developed was very unusual, a bit risque uh, to even. And um, so when I was brought into this meeting to, I had to sign an, an NDA. I really thought that honestly, that I was being joked by my old, my old boss. I'm looking around for cameras and things right? Uh, because it was just such an unusual product. <laughs> uh, but uh, it turned out to be a real thing. And we actually built the website. I uh, can't go into more detail, but um, it was, it was certainly unusual and, and not what I was expecting at all. And it was a lot to be able to kind of keep a straight face and, and not, I could not look at my boss during that meeting whatsoever. It was, um, <laughs> sorry, that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head and I can't give a lot more details. It was well, no, uh, very yeah. unusual. I understand. Very unusual. I understand completely. NDAs are a big part of my business too, you know, and I often threaten to write a book someday, but I have to wait till a certain amount of people at <laughs> the planet, you know, <clears throat> Can't wait for it to come out. That's right. And do you guys take family vacations? We do. We do. Um, We love Siesta Key. We love Siesta Key. That is our place. Um, Our kids' favorite place. You know, it's about an hour from Tampa. Has a white quartz natural beach. It's just beautiful. That is absolutely our happy place. 
And are you able to turn off your phones when you're down there? For the most part, for the most part. Yeah, of course, we um, we check at least once or twice daily for any type of emergencies. Our clients, you know, a lot of them have been with us a long time, like you, Julie. So they know, you know, they can text me if they need me right away. Uh, but they know how how little we get that vacation time. So I think our clients are very understanding and respectful of that. And, and we're able to kind of check out for as much as we can during that time. Yeah. Okay. And when you do that checkout, um, do you feel like you truly disconnect? I mean, really decompress? It's really hard for me, you know, yeah. because in the back of my mind, not only it's like the mom guilt, it's just the, the geek guilt, I guess, you know, like, do my clients need me? Is there something that we're missing? Uh, I have to work through that a little bit. It is, it's really hard for me to turn it completely off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Very um, dedicated. Yes, you are. And and your clients really appreciate that. I know what identify for me or tell me what describe, I guess, is the word I'm looking for an ideal client. Okay. Um, I think an ideal client would be someone who's looking for more of a partner, obviously um, somebody that wants to work together to, towards their website goals, uh, who isn't looking to just kind of, throw every, you know, throw everything on our plate and not be a part of that process. You know, it's very much a team collaboration to get that website done, built, developed, and that messaging, everything to come through for the client. It's a, it's a, a team project. So I think it's someone who really wants to work together, uh, who doesn't necessarily want to know how to make the sausage, uh, but, you know, wants to know enough about the process and be a part of the process uh, that, that that makes a really good working relationship. It really makes sure that we understand what they're trying to get out of the website. They understand what's gone into the website in order to, to reach those goals. Uh, generally, it's also someone who's probably on their second or third website, although we do help, you know, people who, who are launching their first website. Uh, but generally our clients have been, you know, they're working on their second, third, sometimes even fourth or fifth website. So they've done this before. Uh, they've got a bit of experience. They've got a bit of a digital presence and they really understand the expertise that we bring to the table. Yeah. And I would think the communication you talked about earlier is so key both ways. That's two ways from them and from you. And I think that's probably why you're so successful. You guys are amazing. You've done a great job with your business. Thank you so much. I do want to end here with a lightning round. I'm going to throw a couple of questions at you and you just give me one more to answer. Okay. Okay. All right. Number one, window or aisle? Window. Dinner in or dinner out? Dinner out. Staycation or vacation? Vacation. (laughs) Coffee. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Mountains or the beach? Beach. Okay. If you had a time machine, what decade would you want to visit? Ooh, 20s. 1920s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Absolutely. Good. Any right. period pieces I'm a huge fan of headed to the Downton Abbey movie today. <laughs> Exciting. Okay, good. Now, in closing, uh, where can our connect, sorry, where can our listeners connect with you online? Absolutely. So nashvillegeek.com. You can visit our website, of course, see our portfolio of work there. And then you can link through from there to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're on all those platforms as well. Just look for Nashville Geek. Fabulous. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My guest is Andrea Farr. She and her husband, Scott, own Nashville Geek. They'd love to hear from you, and I can guarantee you some great work on their end. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. Now for a tip for time well spent. Looking to bring more balance between your work and personal life? If you work from home, remember, out of sight, out of mind. Set clear boundaries between you and your work by closing your office door at the end of the day. If you work from an office, use your commute time to listen to a podcast or your favorite music to decompress from a busy day. This will help you transition into a relaxing evening full of time well spent. Thanks for tuning in to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett. This show is brought to you by Julie Hullett Concierge, LLC, a personal concierge service in Nashville, Tennessee. Learn more at juliehullett.com.